Welcome to the Mujeron Podcast, a place for the modern Latina who is ready to get out of her own way and build the life she wants. I'm Sonia Alejandra, your host and the founder of Mujeron Movement, y juntas we'll explore the topics of self-development, entrepreneurship, community, and everything in between that empowers us on our journey to becoming the Mujeron of our dreams. Vamos a lograrlo juntas. Hola, hola, Mujerones. Welcome back to the Mujeron Podcast, the place for the modern Latina who is ready to get out of her own way and build the life she wants. I am super excited for today's episode because we have a conversation that I don't think we've had on the podcast before. Our guest is an amazing Mujeron. She's definitely doing big things. And I'm excited to introduce Elisa Bustamante. She is a music blogger and event producer. Elisa, thank you so much for being here. Absolutely, Sonia. Thank you so much for having me. I'm, I'm excited to chat with you. Me too. You are just doing such amazing things for the Latino community in music and through your content, through your events, through everything that you're doing, you're really amplifying Latinx artists. And I just want to thank you for your work because it's definitely needed. And off the recording here, we're talking about ways that we could potentially collaborate because you're yes. all about community. And I think that's such an important part. Again, I might be biased because I'm all about community. <laughs> yes. But I love seeing people who not only create to like, you know, for, for their own stuff, but also like just to build community. I love Absolutely. that. So tell us a little bit more about the Funky Latina and how it was inspired. Absolutely. So the Funky Funky Latina, I've always been the funky Latina, like growing up, I've always been Latina, I've always been funky. It's something that like, you know, I'm sure you can relate to culturally, like music has always been a part of my life. Um, I've never really been on the stage too much, but I love music. I'm a, I appreciate music. And so my music blogging started right before the pandemic. I was going to a lot of concerts. I still go to a lot of concerts. I love live music. And you know, once the pandemic hit, I was like, oh man, no more concerts. I can't go to shows anymore. And I had wanted to start a YouTube channel reviewing venues and performers, but that stopped once, you know, COVID hit and we were all stuck at home. And so since we're stuck at home, I figured, you know, all these musicians are also stuck at home too. So I started reaching out to different artists and I created my own talk show on Instagram Instagram live called let's hear it and so every other week I would interview a different Latinx artist and we talk about community culture music and how all of that collides and it was really fun it still is super fun to do and I was nervous getting started because I was like what if they say no like why would they want me to interview them but it was a really good opportunity for both of us because they were stuck at home and me as a music blogger I was interviewing them and giving them publicity and sharing their music especially Latinx indie music because you don't hear that all the time. You don't hear a lot about it. Yeah, and making space for them. And I feel like even through following you, there's a lot of different artists that I've been exposed to that maybe I wouldn't even know about. Um, our DJ for the Mujer on Movement event, yes. we actually were connected through you. So it's definitely amazing to have that connection. So um, I want to ask you, when, when it comes to music and your entre entrepreneurship background, like, running your events and all of that how has that impacted you like just music alone 
the first thing I think of, like when I think of music is the memories that it's tied to. And that's why I love music so much is because, you know, um, last year I partnered with Buchanan's to make a holiday playlist. And I, I immediately thought about Christmas Eve with my family at my Nana's house with my tias and my cousins and all of us, you know, feeling like we were Selena Quintanilla as soon as that disco medley comes on. And so, you know, I think music is so powerful. And now every time I hear that song, it takes me back to that place. And so music has always been a part of my life. And I think that it is so powerful and there's like so many different ways to use it. Mm, I love that. The memories, definitely. That's a huge part. And I feel that for us as Latinas, music is such a big part of our life. Uh, you know, listening to what our parents would listen to and, you know, growing up with all um, that just mix of music that we actually grew up with. Um, And then going back to what you were saying with uh, the way that you've been able to make create this space, right, for Latinos and Latinas um, inside our community to really bring out their music in in community, how explain to us or describe to us what an event looks like what a Latina event is like absolutely so it really does come back to community like community is definitely a theme that I think about and it's super intentional with everything that I do because the whole reason I started my music festival was after interviewing um, a band in Austin Texas and they were they were a Latino band and they they play like alternative indie music and they're like it's great to be in Austin Texas because the music scene is thriving but it's not great when you're a, La- a Latinx artist because you don't get booked for festivals and if you do get booked for a music festival you're at the bottom of the bill and I kept hearing that and after hearing that in multiple interviews I said I'm not going to wait around for somebody to invite us to the table we're going to build our own literally we're going to make our own festival where Latinos are on the up from top to bottom and it's going to be our kind of music and what's cool about my festival in particular is that I think when a lot of people think of Latino music or Latin indie music or they think about like regional Mexican music which is you know charting right now Mm -hmm. it's super popular they think of reggaeton and don't get me wrong I love those genres but we're more than that you know the next Latina pop artist is like you know gonna be on my lineup Crisol who was on my lineup she was like singing funk and soul and so you get the opportunity to hear all these different genres but the people on stage look like the people who are in the audience which is like extremely special because you walk into my event and everybody looks like you and that is what being part of a community means and is and so I try my best to carry that throughout my festival yes this is so good and the the building our table right because I think a lot of times where we find ourselves in this space especially as Latinx where we don't feel seen or we don't Mm -hmm. see ourselves in certain areas you know and building it right even within Mujer on Movement I feel like that was one of the reasons why I was like all right we're gonna we're gonna build this thing you know yeah the way that you did it um how were you able to 
just go all in on this project because I feel like a lot of times people who tune into our podcast and if they're in a place right now maybe where they want to start you know they want to build their own table what would you say is one of the key things that helped you really move forward and build what you are what you have today yeah I you know I think a lot of people when they think about entrepreneurship or just like starting something I think the first step is the hardest because I had the idea for the funky Latina probably a few years almost four or five years before I started blogging I remember like oh I have this idea I don't know exactly what it looks like I don't know uh, how to shape it but as soon as I had the idea like I made all the social media accounts so I had the accounts ready to go but I didn't have anything else and I think that for me it was getting out of my own way and like stop making excuses like oh I can't because I have to work oh I can't because you know I have my family or whatever If this podcast resonates with you and you are ready to stop playing small and you want to take meaningful actions to bring your big goals to life, but you feel like you don't even know where to start, then I invite you to apply for private coaching. This is the most intimate way to work with me. Inside private coaching, I help you get clear on your goals and together we create a roadmap on how you are going to get there. This is for you if you want to start a business, or a passion project, if you want to reach the next level in your life, or if you are the first in your family to break generational cycles. We meet once a week and you get access to me on Voxer so you are always supported. This offer won't be around for long, so if you're interested, I invite you to apply using the link on the show notes. All right, amiga, let's get back to the show and I cannot wait to talk to you you know, and and being scared. Like I remember writing my first blog post and kind of feeling like an artist would feel when they release their music. It's like, I'm scared to do this because I don't know what people are going to say. And so for anyone who's like nervous to take that first step, you just got to do it. Like you have to do it. You have to push yourself. And if you want something, you're going to make it happen. And for me, I had to just believe in myself and take that first step and trust the process because I didn't plan on starting a music festival, you know, like when I started my music blogging, it's something that grew and it was, there was a need that needed to be filled and with my expertise and my background, I could feel that need. And so if you're an entrepreneur and you're nervous, you're scared, that's okay. But if you want to do it, you just, you have to take that first step and you have to be your own biggest cheerleader because you're going to have days where you're not going to want to do anything. You don't feel like it. It can be lonely entrepreneurship. So you have to have basically ganas. You have to have ganas. If you want to do something, you're going to make it happen. Yes. This is your sign. If you are listening to us right now and you're in that space, take that first step. That is so, so powerful. And I think that I like to see what was that key moment for people. And I know it's not just one moment, right? It's like Mm -hmm. a series of what we want to build, but just seeing what you've been able to do and where you started is amazing. Thank you. Yeah. And I think like one of the key moments was doing that initial interview with the first artist I interviewed. She was a Latina from Southern California, Dania Espinosa, and like just talking to her and like seeing someone that looked like me that played music that I like, it was powerful. And being able to share that conversation that, wow, we feel the same way about this kind of music. And we're go we're on different parts. We're in different parts of the music industry. You know, she's the artist and I'm a, a event producer and blogger, but we're going through the same thing. And so again, it's like being able to be in community with somebody that looks like you is extremely powerful. Yes. 
I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. So I want to ask you now, going back to how some days are harder than others, right? And a lot of times on social media, we see the highlight reels and not necessarily like the tough times, the days that, you know, can feel like you're not moving, you're not pushing through, you're not getting anywhere. What are some of the things that you do in those moments where maybe even... I feel like even a few years into your business, you're going to still find yourself in these funky moments, in this funk, right? Um, What would you say is something that helps you get through those days? Something that absolutely helps me is music. Like, I think that everybody should have a power song and a power playlist. Mm -hmm. And you put that on when, you know, you need motivation. Literally, the first thing I do when I wake up is I start my music. I have a playlist. Sometimes I'll pick it out the day before. But like, I have a power playlist where like, anytime I hear this music, um, it's like pumps me up, it gets me excited, it gets me out of bed, <laughs> because it, you're gonna have very challenging days as an entrepreneur. And so I would advise, you know, people to find songs like from everybody knows I'm obsessed with Beyonce. I love her. I love um, her. Yes. <laughs> and so like, you know, her music, and the reason I love her is because she's so positive and uplifting and powerful. And like, there's a song, I think it's Alien Superstar. She literally says, there is no one like me. And that is our, that's her superpower. That's our superpower. And I think we have to remind ourselves that there's nobody like us that has our opinion that can do what we do and do it the way we do it. Being Latina is our superpower. Mm, That's so deep. And it's so true. I feel like a lot of times we compare ourselves or we we compare ourselves to people that maybe are way ahead. Yes. Or, you know, different lifestyles, different situations. Like we have our own we bring the the special sauce in the only way that we can. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I remember talking to a fellow entrepreneur who has like a photo business, like the photo booth business. And he was saying how like it sometimes it gets discouraging because there's a lot of other people that do the same thing that he does. And I was like, well, Nike, Adidas, New Balance, all these brands do the same thing, but they do it differently. And they appeal to people differently. So there's literally room for everybody to do what they do and what they bring to that product or to that service is what makes it special. And that's like what makes my event special. Like I promise you, you go to any music festival, there's nothing else like the Funky Latina Festival. It is so unique. It is special. And like, you won't feel that way. And that's what I want to give to my audience and to people that attend. Like the way when you listen to a song and you feel that special feeling, like that's how you feel when you come to my music festival, the Funky Latina Music Festival. Yes, we cannot wait. And you have one coming up. Can you tell us a little bit more? Yes, I'm super excited for the second annual Funky Latina Music Festival. It will be Saturday, March 25th in Phoenix, Arizona at Crescent Ballroom. So it's Arizona's only Latin indie music festival featuring a lineup of all Latinx artists. And when you come to the festival, you're going to hear hip hop, you're going to hear rap, you're going to hear pop, you're going to hear alternative, you're going to hear funk, you're going to hear a diverse range of music all performed by Latino artists. And so if you're interested in attending, I highly recommend getting your tickets now. Uh, Last year, we sold out of our VIP tickets really fast, which are $50. And we also have general admission tickets for $25. And those are on sale right now. Yeah, so exciting. And this is also like for anyone that's just wanting to connect with other fellow Latinos, Latinx people who, you know, are in this like space of building community 
community. And I think that's super important. So I'm so excited that you're doing this because it's definitely something that we need and we can all connect through music. So thank you so much, Elisa, for taking the time to do what you do and taking the time to chat with us today. Anything else you want to share with us? Maybe uh, since we're like at the end of 2022, any goals that you might have for 2023? Any words of encouragement? Yeah, I would say, you know, I think like coming towards the end of the year, a lot of people look at social media and they can kind of get discouraged. But for me, I use, I think of social media as a tool. So it's it's a tool that I can use to like show off my f- events, show off what I'm doing and embrace what I'm doing. So just I think it's a good reminder just to re- to remember that social media is a tool and it can be used for good. And that's something that I always try to do is use my social media to uplift, to encourage, um, and to hopefully educate. Like, I hope that when people look at my social media, they get excited about a post that I'm doing or when they hear a new song um, or they find a playlist that they like. And so my encouragement for the new year is to be open to using social media as something that can be for good. And to keep spreading boss love and funk. So that's my whole mantra. (laughs) I love it. Thank you so much. We're looking forward to everything that you'll be creating through the Funky Latina. And I'll make sure to link all of that information on the show notes so you guys can get your tickets, support Latino artists, and support Elisa on her journey of bringing that amazing vision to life. Thank you, Elisa, again for being here today. Thank you so much for having me. And I hope we get to meet on the dance floor soon. (laughs) Yes. Thank you, Mujerones, for tuning in to another episode of the Mujeron Podcast. Mujeron, thank you so much for tuning in to another episodio of the Mujeron Podcast. Please make sure you subscribe, share, leave a review so you can help us get to so many more Mujerones. Don't forget, you can also watch our show on our YouTube channel where you can let us know in the comments if you like this episode or what other topics you would like us to talk about in the future. Keep shining, keep working towards becoming the Mujeron of your dreams.